Mm-hmm. So the miracle is in your mouth, or at least Joel Osteen's mouth. <laughs> Rare evening, fun, sexy, Bible time. I have caffeine in hand. We're going to see how far we can do this. Jennifer Clark is on the podcast, and we just decided to let Rich uh, come on the podcast, too, since he was around. <laughs> Hi. Thanks, guys. And we, 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 uh, it's a real honor to be here with you, too. Glad to have you on. We are going to be spending the entire episode talking about the inherent uh, problems of whiteness. Sweet. All right. Oh, I love this. So in case you didn't know, Matthew, this is the road you need to go down on. Wow. This is the road you need to go down if you want Jennifer to get uncomfortable and go to the Clark Closet. What if it was was Jordan Peterson talking about the problem of whiteness? Go for it. Please do that right now. Uh, You know, Jennifer, I'm just really troubled with uh, the way that you're uh, talking about this and that there's... uh, I, I mean, it's just ridiculous. You know, I don't even know what it's about. I'm just hearing the words that are coming out of your mouth, and I'm thinking, is is she mental? Oh, Jordan, I think you haven't eaten enough meat today, so just please, please run to your nearest butcher, <laughs> consume some more meat That's before you start you talking. That would be disgusting. He's Jordan Peterson. Of course, he eats his meat just raw. Like what? <laughs> He's like, hand me a, hand me that hanging thing. All meat there. diet. Come on, you get tired of eating it cooked all the Jordan, time. What? I don't understand the meat thing. Uh, this is the diet he advocates for. All, all meat. meat, all meat, all the time. <laughs> I just, I like, I, I just want to see Jordan Peterson and Alex Jones in a meat picnic, eating meat well, together. Uh, mm. You could call it a meat cute. That was really bad, Richard. <laughs> that was really bad. He's here all night, folks. <laughs> I'm Alex Jones, and I don't understand that joke. <laughs> but I'm enraged by it. Oh, man. And then three days later, he's going to claim that it's because he's crazy that he is enraged. So there's that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. We're just going to go ahead and shout out our new patron, which may, uh, they may actually withdraw their support after this episode. But as far as this episode goes, we've got them. So shout out to Stephanie Barrett. Thank you for signing up to support the show. She on Twitter. Let's look her up. I can't, I don't know. Like I, I, that's the thing. Like I've got the, the link, uh, on the end of every blog I do. So sometimes when people jump in to support it, like, I don't know if they're coming from the blog or from the podcast. Mm. I found her. No, wait, is that her? Uh, I mean, if she is, I want to be BFFs with her. She's like sipping down a Marg. Older than us lady, like devouring a Marg. Yeah. And it looks like a chocolatey Marg. Come on. That's perfect. I don't think this is her. Creative writing student. I mean, that's your tip tip off right there. Yeah, she I mean, has. That's to just be. another problem is that we're letting women write these days. So it was, yeah. it's, it's, it comes back down to gender differences. I, I Jordan, like, Jordan, your iron shortage is really messing with your head. Please go eat some more raw ground beef. It's still impossible because I've ate it all. <laughs> You don't have to lead all the way in like that. 
I don't. You know? <laughs> All right. Uh, I can't promise you that would be the end of the Jordan Peterson. Uh, Sorry, what? I said I can't promise that 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 that'll be the end of the Jordan Peterson. He may just, I may just do the entire show in his voice if that's okay. Oh boy, that would be amazing. (laughs) I like to uh, I like to do an episode one day of like just Jordan Peterson reading Song of Solomon, (laughs) and just post it as an episode with no warning whatsoever. Oh boy. I feel like oh. I feel like that'd be that'd be that's that's just the thing that will heal the divisions in the church. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So um Jennifer, you want to talk a little bit about like uh your entry point. We did this before we started recording. Uh yeah. but your entry point in fun sexy Bible time was actually through our segment Christian tweets. You wanna you wanna take the listeners back to that? Uh, yes, I, uh, saw a friend on my feed. Uh, she was quoting a speaker at a conference. I don't remember which one. And, and the tweet had something to do with smallpox. So, uh, and I was pretty tickled by the tweet. So I, what what was the tweet? I really don't, I guess I have to go back in my DMs and pull it up because. Wait, wait, was this, uh, did you send it to me like anonymously? Did it just blow your cover like a moron? <laughs> I didn't send it to you anonymously. I did send it to you on Twitter. I mean, you know, I did. I just, you know, I I think we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I found it. Um, would you like me to read it? Oh yes, please take oh, us back. Uh huh. What if the gospel we are offering to others is so tainted by sin that it is no better than the disease infected blankets? early American settlers offered Native Americans. And that was Scott Bessenecker's words at Urbana 2018. Conference suites are amazing because they're so tailored to a very specific niche that would attend that conference already. And then you just rip them from the context. Yeah. Completely. And it's just, it's gold. It's Twitter gold. <laughs> I remember we had a good time with that tweet. That, that was just a beautiful tweet that I would have missed otherwise. So we, we begin the show indebted to you already, Jennifer. Thank you. I'm happy to serve. I can't say that that one's going to beat the Joel Osteen miracle in your mouth tweet. When oh. it comes to the, to the tweet of the year. That one really is astounding. <laughs> I mean, we've got some contenders tonight, though, so, you know, just hold on, folks. Hold on to your hats. Let's just not forget that the miracle is indeed in your mouth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm just probing at this point. I'm just probing just to see, like, what just – I've got the the Clark closet in the back of my mind of – Oh, is he going? Okay. Nope. Nope. Not quite. Okay. (laughs) Nearly, nearly, Matthew. You're almost there. Whoa. All right. One gummy bear beer and he's down. <laughs> what, what, what just happened? You got to walk us through it. Be our, be our eyes. Uh, he walked determinedly to the, the fridge, opened it up and spilled a bunch of cans of beer on the floor <laughs> like a true Southern Baptist. We have a basement fridge for our alcohol because we can't keep it upstairs. Oh, heck yes. You're Baptisting so nicely right now. 
That used to happen to my daddy all the time. I will be reporting this directly to uh, Richard Land when the podcast is over. (laughs) Podcast favorite Richard Land. That sounds like um, like a, a set of suburbs outside of a Richard city. Richard Land. Wow. Well, I was I was setting you up for the I was setting y'all up for the obvious joke there, but um, I mean I'll go ahead and take it. Like it's it's just beautiful to me that the Southern Baptists had a a, a leader whose name was literally Dick Land. <laughs> that was definitely the obvious joke. That did not feel like an obvious joke to me. (laughs) Um, He prefers Dickland. Yep. Christian tweets. Christian tweets. How many do we have? We don't have that many. I've I've I sent y'all four. You didn't look at the link. He said he was sending more, or he's doing more. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see the four. We got the four, then we've got the John Piper blessings tweet, which we can't, we got to, we can tease it, but we can't really talk too much about it because Casey demanded that she'd be the one to do it. Mm. Um, Then we we got a couple more. I'll just, I'll do the ones that I pulled out and you guys can do the ones in the folder. How about that? That, that, Okay. Perfect. Um, You got to do the, uh, Richard, you got to do the the John Wilson one. Yes, that sounds great. That one, that one was, that one had your fingerprint on it. (laughs) <laughs> cool so you want to you, you want to start us out like, richard and we'll just you want me to do that now okay yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll take turns so here's the context is is he's replying <laughs> to someone um and that tweet alone is pretty bad i mean uh numa justice at numa justice says what specific things from evangelicalism trigger y'all the most which is like yeah, that's a useful discussion to have on Twitter. <laughs> Curious because like worship music doesn't trigger me like it does for some, yet certain purity culture bullshit <laughs> sends me into a whirlwind of anxiety. All right. So then John Wilson replies to this as if he does this amazing thing where he considers himself the intended audience of every tweet. <laughs> And also has carte blanche to retweet pictures of other people's children and things okay. that well, he just finds cute, that's I amazing. guess. That's amazing. That's yeah, it's a nice subject. thing about John Wilson. But um, he's, He replied and said <laughs> to this guy, to his face, this is the kind of thing I feel like we'd put in a DM to someone else. He says, um, what triggers me is the way you write. <laughs> Not sure if that has anything to do I assume with like evangelicalism but it seemed worth mentioning (laughs) (laughs) likes is the best part for me because I can see Drew Dick in there and I think oh Matt Metcalf Metcalf yep and another guy that kind of looks familiar one retweet I love that someone retweeted yes (laughs) pretty great uh (laughs) What are are we saying this guy like uh is, is this a, like a, a pulpit and pen wannabe tweet here? No, John Wilson is a legend. John Wilson's amazing. He ran books and culture. He used to work at Christianity Today. And uh he's very kind. 
for real. He's a very sweet man, but on Twitter, he's a little bit, he's a little he feisty. He considers himself the internet's editor, basically. Mm. I feel like but this like, is, I feel like this has got a little Warren Throckmorton in it as well. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just ignore it then. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you should just like pay attention to John Wilson. He He's going places. <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter. A whirlwind of anxiety. Hey, speaking of my teen years. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. I, I, but I, I don't apologize. Man. I'm looking through. I'm trying to look for another example. Because th- that kind of response is pretty typical. Oh, well, he's got something about Jordan Peterson. That's oh, yeah. in your Here, purview, Matthew. he said recently today about <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Uh, I can't read Jordan Peterson. Just a couple of his paragraphs get my parody engines running. <laughs> well, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that's just uh, hate speech is what that boils down to. It's true. And, and women, also, he don't, likes- women don't even have parody engines. That's just another uh, uh, gender difference. <laughs> he also likes to reply to people's tweets with just the word, hey, with a period after it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> he's done that to me and he just d- did it like 15 hours ago too I'm going to actually message this to you to prove it to prove it yeah why don't you just hit him with it do you like switch foot yes no <laughs> <laughs> you do that you do You do that and see what happens it might be he might be your kryptonite honestly hmm wow alright Jennifer the uh, the board is yours you can- oh to read a, to read a tweet yes. okay Okay, I would like to do the Beth Moore one, please. Okay, <clears throat> okay so the Beth Moore says to Matthew Pierce and the Richard Clark at the Richard Clark, uh, Matthew, I never can decide if you are wicked smart or smoking an herb. <laughs> Which is amazing. And I really believe could be the tweet of the year because come on, it's Beth Moore. This is your peak. I like it. I, I like the I never can decide, which signifies that this is a recurring battle in her mind. Absolutely. She has followed you closely. She's been praying about it. Yes. <laughs> which, uh, which, what does she mean by an herb? Does she mean marijuana or does she literally mean like an herb? Could be both. I really don't think Beth Moore knows anything about hard drugs. So I think she thought she meant marijuana. Probably, but because she's Beth Moore, she can't say marijuana because that gets her instantly disqualified. Uh, Is she from Boston? I know, yeah. Well, she's definitely not from Boston, but that is a Boston thing to do. I can never tell if you're wicked smart. A smoking an herb. No, that was just okay. That that accent needs to go in the closet right now. Nope. Yep. No, we're gonna banish that accent to the closet. Your father-in-law is from Boston. You cannot do that accent. He doesn't sound like he used to. I mean, Richard, when you brought that out, it was like I was on the set of the town. I didn't know. <laughs> it felt like you were about to leave this town in your rear view. To be honest with you. Oh my gosh. How does how does a how does a Bostonite say herb? Um, herb, herb. 
Wow. <laughs> what was that? They say wicked smart. <laughs> Arb? Arb. Nailed it. <laughs> Just splice that together and you'll have the perfect Boston accent. Or smoking an Arb? <laughs> That was almost like a Minnesota. Like, I guess it was somebody from Fargo would. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's see. Yeah. It, Arab. Arab. Okay. No, I'm not <laughs> even going to try. Beth Moore would say. <laughs> oh, please do your Beth Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately re- re- regretted starting that. So I'm not going to. Okay. Jennifer, does he have a Beth Moore impersonation? He does not, but he does have a southern accent, and he can play it up when he wants to, okay. which is, I imagine, how Beth Moore actually Texas sounds, but with a woman's voice. Texas accent. Yeah, Texas is different. Mm. So what do we think of, what do we think of Beth Moore's uh, TBN show? Are we familiar with this? Can we... What? Yeah. No. What? <clears throat> is this a current thing? Yes. Beth Moore has like a, I don't know if it's like a regular show or just a recurring special she has on TBN, hmm. um, but it's called The Diner. What is it about? Oh, oh you guys have to at least Google this so you can see the set. Okay. It's like. It's a set. Okay. It, it's this a set that she, she does on her, like her conferences, I guess. And hmm. she has like a stage set up like a 1950s diner. Oh my gosh. And she wanders around the stage. Like it wanders That's around like the diner, the like, diner giving her, you know, sermon or speech to the crowd or and it's, it's broadcast on TBN, like sandwiched right in there with all of those like prosperity kind of shifty, shady speakers wow. they have on TBN. That is precious and also amazing. Do you see the set? Uh, I can't find it. No, anyway. I just see pictures of her in front of diners. So yeah, I don't I don't think that's it. But wow. Here it is. Here it is, but they're not showing pictures. It's just like, no, I don't. Hmm. What? It must be under super duper copyright. Oh yeah, here it is. Copyright super duper, <laughs> two thousand nineteen. What? The diner part one. Okay, we just have a video. Oh, Lifeway. Oh, Lifeway sponsored this. With Thank the you. last of their money. <laughs> Oh no! Can I hear anybody say amen? No, this is not. But that is a. It's not a diner. Oh wait. They just cut. They spliced it. This is not. This is like a sermon series. This is not. This is a sermon series called the diner. Called the diner. So maybe that's what Matthew, the show. You made this up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So are we are we good with Beth Moore on TBN? Um, I'm good with it. I go on TBN. Didn't our old pastor go on TBN? Our old pastor. In Kentucky. Greg Gilbert? Yeah, I thought he had an interview or something. Maybe it was another Christian TV show. If he did, but... I don't know. Hmm. Uh, other people who went on TBN. Hmm. The power Uh, team. The power team has been on TBN. The power team. Mm -hmm. T-Bone. I don't know who any of these people are. Uh... Joy Beth. Joy Beth has been on TVN. I was going to say 700 that. Club. I don't know if that's TV. Is that a TVN show? Yeah, I believe they are broadcast on TVN. Yeah. That's amazing. They did a reenactment of her burning her letters to her future husband. 
Oh, did she get to meet Pat Robertson? I don't think so. Oh, too bad. Who is Billy Graham? Roll. <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> hmm. You made Pat Robertson stumble. Yeah. Wow. All right. I think it's my turn. Let's see. Where are we? All right. This is Greg Laurie. Let's hit a Greg Laurie tweet. Okay. This one is just, uh, you know, we have our categories, uh, theological word salad and existential buffoonery. This is such a clear example of existential buffoonery. I cannot even begin to understand it. Greg Laurie, God's will is not an itinerary, but an attitude. (laughs) God's will is not an itinerary, but an attitude. So there's a very personal reason that that's funny to me. I noticed like back in middle school, like that people used to say if something like if something was like, questionably a sport like cheerleading mm-hmm. mm. cheerleaders would wear these shirts that said cheerleaders not a sport it's an attitude <laughs> and then i just started noticing you could say that about everything literally everything yeah yeah so that fits actually because god's not a sport god's uh, will is not you, a sport. hey take your best stab at, uh, at, def- at explaining this to me god's will is not an itinerary but an attitude Go ahead, Jennifer. Oh, Lord. Uh, okay. Hmm. It's wait, it's not a sport or an or an itinerary. <laughs> God's will is not a sport, Matthew. <laughs> Don't believe the people that say that. <laughs> you can't just throw darts at a board and figure out what God wants from you. Darts is not a sport. Hey, listen. It's an attitude. <laughs> Well, sometimes, sometimes he when said, I'm having a really rough parenting so day, clear, no, no, no. Listen, he said it's an itinerary. It's, it's not an itinerary. itinerary. It's God not an itinerary. Not an itinerary. Okay. It's an attitude. It's an attitude. All That's right. That's the tweet. And I have to explain it. Yeah. Um, like sincerely, or what do I do? Yes, <laughs> yes. Your best, your best effort at explaining what. Okay, that means. I think. He's like saying you can't know God's will ahead of time, but you can only live like you're going to know it. <laughs> you can only say cowabunga, dude. <laughs> and, ride, and ride the way. YOLO. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... You only live once because God willed it that way. It's like, here, yeah, here it is. Yep, that's yeah. it. We cracked it. I think we nailed it. <laughs> well, I just need to have y'all explain all of these existential buffoonery. Please to tune in. Our- yeah. Well, oh. hold on. Hold on. Tune in fall 2019 when I will also have a show on TBN. You know, Matthew, we've been literally, I'm not even joking now. We've been trying to come up with a podcast idea for Jennifer and or me. Not or. But because Richard has to have his voice on everything that he does. <laughs> But we've been trying to come up with a podcast idea. And I feel like just us explaining existential buffoonery from Twitter would work. Okay, Jennifer, Mm. here's my question. Would you rather 
have your husband as a co-host or would you rather have me doing Jordan Peterson's voice as a co-host? <laughs> Is that an offer? Oh, boy. Yeah, man. I would produce that. Oh, man. Um, I just want to put those both in the Clark closet, I think. Both ideas. No. Yeah. <laughs> because we have no, 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 Matthew, really. We have no, Richard and I have no podcast chemistry. We tried a podcast for like three episodes and like everyone hated it and thought that like we hated each other. <laughs> if you judged our marriage by our podcast chemistry, you would think that we were on the brink of breaking up. Like you know it was on the podcast right now, right? Yeah, I do know. Kind of undercutting the whole thing. Well, the thing that's probably not going to air, so we're just not. Yeah. Oh, you think this? That you think Matthew's going to delete this? It's going to go straight. No, no, I'm saying our failed podcast is no, never going to air. No, I'm saying you're undercutting this episode of Fun, Sexy Bible Time. What? We're on a podcast right now together. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but Matthew's here, so it's different. When it was just the two of us. Yeah, thank God Matthew's here. I mean, really, though, it would have been a mess. Can I guess what the podcast was about that you guys were doing? Please guess, yeah. It was, it was an issue exploring intimacy in senior adults. That's a good podcast what? idea. <laughs> Like sexual intimacy? <laughs> we were giving um, sex advice to seniors. Yeah. And uh, it just yeah, was. Tell them about. Um, it was too hard. Tell them about the first tip we gave. The first tip. Hmm. It's from a segment of the show called. Never mind. <laughs> You're going to have to put yourself in the closet here in a second. Oh, yeah, if you okay. keep talking. <laughs> oh, man. Richard, the miracle is not in the closet. The miracle is in our mouth. Okay. I don't agree, but <laughs> some people don't know that what that about that tweet, Matthew, and they just think you're being gross. Oh, listen, I'm not going to explain it. Like, I'm just going to, like, they'll have to think it's gross. I'll explain it. Joel Osteen tweeted <laughs> about, what was it, evangelism or something? Probably. You still know how important words are. Probably ta- positive Positive speak, positive self-talk. Mm-hmm. So the miracle is in your mouth, or at least Joel Osteen's mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is getting worse. I disagree. I think it's getting better. It would be worse if he said that the miracle is my mouth. Like, come on. Hey, that would stop. be... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Can I have a sip of whatever Jennifer's drinking, please? Yeah, this delicious water. It is only Just water. Delicious Chicago land water. That's it. That's the secret. Delicious Richard Land water. Dickland water. <laughs> uh, whose turn is it? Whose turn is it? Mine, probably. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm doing Stephen Furtick. Are you sure you don't want to do the other one, Richard? What's the, the other John one? Piper one? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Go, go for Stephen Furtick. No, I just really like Stephen Furtick. <laughs> Stephen Furtick tweeted. <laughs> I think this is the one time I will use this phrase. Um, he used it. He tweeted this apropos of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, how have I been sleeping on Paul Simon almost 40 years? <laughs> 
If this has, at the time that this screen cap was taken, had already had 27 retweets. Okay, the best would be if it was one of those tweets where, you know, it says, like, no one and Stephen Furtick. How have I been sleeping on Paul Simon all these 40 years? Wait, what? Have you seen those tweets where it's like, it says no one? Oh. <laughs> no one, colon. <laughs> all right. Um, here are some things I love about this tweet. One, the use of the, like, hip verbiage sleeping on, followed immediately by a Paul Simon reference, followed immediately by an acknowledgement that he's at least 39 years old. He's he's an old dude. At least 39. Yeah, he's probably he's 40. He's so old. He's just so old. Also, the idea that an infant can sleep on Paul Simon. Dave <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Furtick. Like, there it's just there's beautiful. layers. There are also, layers. Also, it's this surrounded in in his Twitter feed. It's just surrounded by like <laughs> very well produced sermon clip videos. It's it's very, a lot of branded content. Right. Mm. This is like this is like <laughs> I just love the idea that there's like this place where he puts all of his branded. People like all of his people. Some people are running his Twitter account, mm. and they're like they have. They probably have pride in their work, but a little bit of personality got past them. That, no. Right, That's, like and then Stephen all of a sudden Furtick. they look at their thing that they take ownership of and have autonomy over, and th- this is just dropped in the middle of it. That's gotta be discouraging. <laughs> Isn't he? Isn't he also the guy that wears like two thousand dollars shoes? Right? Didn't He's he get? One guy, yeah. He got dropped for that, right? Got dropped. He got like you know like outed as the dude who wears two thousand dollars shoes. He was on an Instagram account. If that's right. What you mean by outed? Got outed. Got outed. Have you ever? Have you ever like seen Stephen Furtick preach? Like, have you ever seen yeah. like video clips of him? Yeah, he, he's like very wide-eyed and like very he, theatric, and he's he he speaks the way he tweets like with the same kind of like existential buffoonery, basically. Yeah, not this tweet though. This is a unique one for him. I just I love imagining like where this tweet came from though. Of like, you know, he lives in this cocoon of like cultivating like his brand, and then <laughs> somehow hears Paul Simon, and like his eyes get real big, and like it just blows his mind. <laughs> Of like, oh, uh, sound of silence. Uh, silence. It's like silence is making a sound, but it's nothing. And it just blows his mind totally. I prefer to think it was call me out. <laughs> that song's really good. Thank you, Stephen Furtick. Stephen, I wish you would tweet a lot more because you bring me a lot of joy. If he can slip past his cronies and do a few more tweets, then yeah. <laughs> We're with you, Stephen. We're with you as you try to tweet. I miss him almost as much as I miss Ann Voskamp. That's that's the number one is I just miss Ann Voskamp so much. Yeah. Is she not on Twitter anymore? She moved over to Facebook. And mm. It was either a combination. I- of, it, was, it was either... <laughs> Either because Facebook lets her write 10,000 word posts instead of 280 characters. I can see that. Or maybe because uh, uh, me and Casey just make fun of her nonstop. 
It was definitely the two of you making fun of her, and she got her feelings hurt and needed to move to Facebook. I think that's definitely it. I think it's because she was annoyed that Twitter counts S-O dot 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 as characters. That's true. I didn't think about that, because she cannot begin a a post without the dot dot dot. Yeah. Mm. Pour one out for Ann Voskamp. Is it my turn or is it Jennifer's turn? I think it's uh, my turn. Oh, goody. (laughs) Okay. Um, Oh, man. I feel like I'm betraying the the reformed Southern Baptist tribe right now. This is a moment for me, guys. This is going to be so mad at you. I'm never going to get to drink Diet Coke with John Piper now if I do this, if I read this tweet. What? (laughs) That is a deep cut. He likes Diet Coke. It's a thing. Right. If you've read any of his stuff, you will know. You will know after two chapters that he likes Diet Coke. If you've read anything. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Okay. So the John Piper needs no introduction. Um, Think of some glory that you have envied. Has it not vanished? If not, it will. Parentheses. Psalm 3720. End parentheses. <laughs> Keep your hand on the precious plow in your small place. <laughs> there will be great glory in due time. Parentheses, Luke 14, 14. End parentheses. Uh, we got 94 retweets and 380 likes. And yeah, so, so that's John Piper. Oh, man. Keep your, what does that mean? <laughs> Keep your hand on the precious plow. I have I have so many things in my head that are probably really inappropriate, so I'm just not gonna. The funny thing about that is, I literally. What if? What? Just go think about a conversation that. Uh, how Matthew? How old are your kids? Hold on. <laughs> is that a thing you talk about on the podcast? It's okay if not. Yeah, ten, six, and two. Okay, so you haven't quite run into. Do you have any sons? No, I only know how to make girls. Oh, man. Okay. I'll well. give you some lessons later on when Jennifer's not here. Wow. <laughs> okay, you, you'll you'll say that, but like you won't take the Dickland <laughs> joke? I meant tips. Some like, lessons. Not lessons is too far, but <laughs> tips. Tips. Um, okay, well, I'm just, I'm thinking about the day that I will... Uh, find my son in the bathroom inevitably keeping his hand on the precious plow in his small place (laughs) just you know that's like a milestone for every parent they have to go through and then they have to talk about it you know what you'll do we haven't talked (laughs) about this uh i mean what will you do rich i will probably go and then And then never talk about it again yeah. until you're on your deathbed. Just close the door and leave and, <laughs> and, and go to the basement immediately. <clears throat> I will, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll play this Make him watch a video. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll make him watch a video of a, of a water birth and, uh, or any documentary about childbirth, probably. <laughs> And then, That's you know, weird. to say, this is what this leads to. So Wait, don't. I don't think you understand <laughs> how this works. Somehow I've had two kids and I don't understand how this works. But 
I, I love there will be great glory in due time because that feels like <laughs> that feels like a uh, like a PowerPoint slide my youth pastor would have put on like his purity lecture mm. in like 1998. Mm-hmm. There will be great glory in due time, but you got to wait for the wedding night, guys. I would. <laughs> I uh, I would be a lot easier on this tweet if that sentence, keep your hand on the precious plow in your small pet place, if you could imagine a farmer saying it to another farmer <laughs> as like a bit of advice, like, man, just keep, keep, keep your hand on the precious plow in your small place. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Maybe this was advice given to uh, to farmers after their wives had given birth, and you know you had to wait like the six to ten oh weeks. Oh my god! Oh, nice, <laughs> nice take, Jennifer. You got to keep the farming community going somehow. You get these marriages need to be strong. We have got to strengthen farmers' marriages. <laughs> Can I make a seed joke? Is that <laughs> is that? Is that... Is anybody going to go to Do the Do you closet? have Jordan there to read some Song of Songs? Is that, that would be appropriate too. Well, that would you be- know, the, the seed has got to get out. You know, the seed is, you, you can't keep the seed in the storehouse. It, it's got to get out to the fields. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> All right. It's my turn. We'll just, we'll just move on. Uh, final tweet. Uh, I'm gonna step on Casey's territory just a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna dabble in the marriage bed. What? Um, <clears throat> that's a Twitter account for those uninitiated. <laughs> <laughs> dabble in the is marriage. Is it still? Is that still going? Oh yeah. The Twitter account. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh boy. This one isn't. This one isn't I, like risque. It's just. I just. It. It hit me just. Just the right way. So I. I, I pulled it. Uh. Marriage bed. Divorce is like marriage suicide. Hashtag marriage tip. What? <laughs> okay. They're just defining divorce. I'm a former social worker. That is not okay. Goodness gracious. Yeah, there's the trigger un- warning. There's the unfortunate suicide reference, but yes. also it is the world's most obvious state. It's like it's. Divorce is bad for marriage. Divorce ends your marriage. Did you know that divorce <laughs> ends your marriage, you guys? If you want a good marriage, don't get divorced. Don't get divorced. Just don't do it. Look, a lot of people say it saved their marriage, but they're wrong. Well, you know, so- when you look at the data, um, you know, <laughs> almost all of the marriages that end in divorce actually end. The marriage ends at the divorce. Jordan, you need some steak tartare or something. Just, you know, the I think this iron deficiency is really messing with you. You just have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm worried about you, Jordan. Uh, <clears throat> I can counsel Jordan Peterson on my podcast. I can counsel Matthew Pierce as Jordan Peterson. You could counsel Matthew Pierce as every evangelical thought as leader. As every well, he's not an evangelical thought leader. Oh, could you do a Ben Shapiro? That would be fun. Oh jeez. Yes. That's like a Yeah, it's kinda like a <laughs> Oh man, my brother really likes Ben Shapiro. I bet he could do a good Ben Shapiro impression, uh, but he would never me, do me, it. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I'm talking. 
Facts don't care about your feelings, and God doesn't either, okay? Oh, man. Ben, Ben, I hear you give great dating advice because you got married so young, but you somehow know the answer to why every single woman is single. Uh, you got to keep your hand on the on the plow in your small place. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's great. I'm just gonna tell my, my single friend about that. that impression is just is just the moment when it started where he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've honestly never tried to do that impression. I was just trying to find the range. Man. Yeah. yeah. What are some other impressions of evangelical male thought leaders you could do? Uh, or female. Let's just pilot this. Let's I, do I do it. a pretty good Benny Hinn. He's not really a thought leader, though. He's just kind of a buffoon. Mm-hmm. Bit, yeah. Uh, I do a pretty good Benny Hinn. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm working on I'm working on doing uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Definitely an evangelical thought leader. Yeah, if I have evangelical famous, leader. yeah, Jeff Bridges is like a oh, I've got a, got a real Bible here. <laughs> it's like is he the idea. guy from True Grit? Is yeah. that the guy? Oh, I love that movie. Oh man, yeah, that'd be great. Still working on that one. All right, where are we at on time? Like, how much? How long have we been doing this? <laughs> Uh, Matthew, should we create your hashtag Avengers Endgame team with evangelical thought leaders? (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that sounds like a blast. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I just want, I just want, uh. I just want to do a tweet like that, except every single person is, I don't know, like, <laughs> just make every single person John MacArthur and see what happens. I like it, yes. <laughs> Someone who just definitely isn't watching the Avengers movies. <laughs> yeah, they, they, have, they show emotion on Avengers. That's not biblical. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so do we actually do we actually even talk about like what what your podcast actually was? The one that you guys started? We didn't. We never disclosed what it was actually. You guessed that it was about like senior sex advice. Right. And then we went down that road. Yep. Okay, so I feel like we need to tie that. We need we need to go back and touch that thread again. Like can you talk about what it actually was? Uh it was a reek a recap, like a TV recap podcast. Yeah. For the show uh, Catastrophe. I don't even know what that is. What is that show? It's on Amazon Prime. It's Rob Delaney and Sharon Horgan. They play uh, characters who have a six night stand, and um, Sharon gets pregnant. This is while Rob, as an American, is visiting the UK. He meets Sharon there, okay. knocks her up, goes back to the States, and then decides to come back and be like an honorable dude. Um, Wait, so they weren't married yeah. when they had the, the, the fling? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. were so not married. Oh. Mm, but he makes her an honest woman. Yes, he does. It's very much it's very um it's very much like Book of Hosea when you think about it. <laughs> I just like why was her name Gomer? 
Like I mean, yeah, like she's already going to be like the worst and run around on him. And then her name is Gomer on top of that. Was, I mean, yeah. was the whoring just like a reaction to being named Gomer? <laughs> like she was so self-conscious about it that she like overcompensated. Could be really. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Questions I will ask in heaven. Okay. So it was, you guys are doing a recap of the show catastrophe. Yeah. So it's called catastrophizing. That was the name of the podcast. Okay. Yep. And we basically just like had segments where we like talked about who we were siding with and the conflict that episode. Like the best and the highs and the lows, highs and of, lows the episode. of the episode. And uh, like, oh, life hack, parenting hacks. Parenting life hacks from the episode. Yeah. But Jennifer kept doing this thing where anytime I would make a I even make a joke, say something funny. She would laugh, but like quietly, like huh. so people couldn't hear. So all they would hear is me making a joke <laughs> and then total silence. <clears throat> yeah. Not even like she would react. Not she wouldn't even answer. She wouldn't even react to it in real time. That would be one thing, like a grounded, you know, re- reacting your from the top of your intelligence thing. That's an improv term. It doesn't mean you're dumb. It just means like. Thank you for mansplaining that to me. Oh, do you know what it, top of your intelligence means? <laughs> tell keep, us. A, keep going because I want to hear it in your man voice. No, I want you to tell me what, <laughs> what it means. Are we getting a little window into what the podcast was like? Yep. <laughs> it was just as uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. Nice. I mean, it was fine. It was fine, but it, it just kind of felt forced. Huh. Okay. Richard has better chemistry with with women who are not me. So that's podcast chemistry. Here's here's my question. This is very important. Was it better or worse than my one-off appearance on the Enneagram podcast? (laughs) I have never gotten to listen to that hidden episode. Yeah, it got deleted at some point. Oh, man. Um, Rough. Because let's be honest, mine was pretty bad. It was bad, yeah. Um, Matthew, we need to create a support group, you and I, of um, podcasters rejected by Richard Clark. <laughs> That's the name. We'll we'll meet every every Wednesday. I think both of you guys have so much potential, though. Oh my <laughs> gosh! And he just says that to keep us on the hook, but he doesn't mean it. Um, I think I I honestly don't know. I don't know. Matthew, I'm not sure which one was. I think probably Jennifer and I was worse. I mean, better. I'm sorry, was better than. <laughs> Good save. Than your podcast. <laughs> Good save. But that wasn't your fault. To be clear, we had no idea what we were doing. You weren't the only scrapped episode. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. The uh, there there were some. Uh, there's definitely been some duds of, of fun, sexy Bible time too. So I can I can empathize with that. Who were who were the guests? You mean like other than other than your episodes of yeah? <laughs> no, you you you're good on the show. There, um, see, I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I was very bad in the early in the early. I'll well, just put it right. that way. I was very bad. Isn't that a terrible feeling? You just like, oh, it's just a bad feeling. But it's it's gotten good. Like, um, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say it's good, but it's gotten better because like I can kind of. I can kind of tell like once we started the faith-based movie pitch, I was like, you know what? I just don't feel the energy on this. Let's, let's just audible out and do something else and make it go away in editing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
and like there's i don't know like you just kind of learn stuff like that yeah definitely yeah <laughs> i mean <it. laughs> i'm some... like that's the segment which is magic if you ask me yeah i made some uh made some bad decisions in some of the early episodes though I really want to know where on them. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll just edit to, all of this out. Are um, you going to reveal who you scrapped up for no chill then? Like fair is fair. No, I shouldn't. Tit for tat. Okay, then don't ask Matthew to. <laughs> I like having an ally on the podcast. <laughs> Anyone that brings Jennifer on up in any podcast will have an ally. Anyone who has not rejected me as a podcaster. <laughs> have an ally in oh, me. no okay so honestly like some of the the episodes that really were not great are episodes that like i had somebody cancel on me and i was like okay what do i do i'm really feeling pressure to put out content and so i would ask kendra like hey can we just put the kids to bed and then you just like hop on real quick <laughs> and uh a lot of those episodes didn't really work real well because i had like geared it towards a certain person and she was just coming in and then we had like our marriage stuff um so you know, like so you also have no podcast chemistry with your wife. This is a thing. Uh, I mean, like it it struggles sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think it is a thing. I think that's a real thing. I think it takes a lot of work to. But also, get- too, like I kind of felt. I mean, I could see where she was coming from. Of like, oh, I'm just like the the backup. Like whenever somebody doesn't, like you don't ever just want to do it with me. It's just whenever. I can totally empathize with your wife, Matthew. Uh, it sounds like we have found you a podcast partner, Jennifer, and her name is Kendra Pierce. <laughs> Heck yes. Let's do it. We will you just, guys are each other's backups. We will just talk trash about our husbands the entire time and how they don't want us on their podcast. So we started our own podcast. What would we call that? Podcast. <laughs> Fun, sexy husband trash. <laughs> Fun, sexist Bible time. <laughs> Oh, man. And then Matthew Peterson as Jordan Peterson. Matthew Peterson. (laughs) Matthew Pierce as Jordan Peterson comes on and tries to tell us how we're wrong to trash our husbands. Female sexy Bible time. I just, I I find the the, the entire tenor of this episode just so, so problematic. I I just can't, I I don't, I don't know where to begin. (laughs) Jordan, I just want to take a freshly thawed steak and slap you across the face with it. That would be, that would just really, I think I'm going to add that to my bucket list now. Well, you you never know. I might be, I might be into that sort of thing. (laughs) Almost did not do that. (laughs) Uh, I thought, well, I'm using a different guy's voice. I think it's okay. Yeah, there we go. Oh, wow. Back off, Justin Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I guess that was being Alex Jones all of a sudden. Wow, okay. I didn't mean yeah, to. Yeah, is that who I'm married to? That's pretty Peterson. <laughs> wow. I think this is the first podcast that's ever gotten Richard Clark to attempt an Alex Jones impersonation. <laughs> no, first I did that. First and last. For, I did that for Living and Effective Season 2. Oh, okay. Yikes. Not too bad. All right, I think that's a pretty good place to, to end the, end the All right. We cracked it. Just keep your hand to the precious plow in the small place. <laughs> and you'll get there, Matthew, one day.
Thank God Matthew's here. I mean, really, 